Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome into episode something. Five. Five of Trust the Four was last week. You were right about that, right? I think. If I said four, it was You said four. you got you build you build people for four, so I, I go what on do with you. What do you mean build? I do this out of the kindness of my heart. Build people. No free lunch in that draft. Get you out of here. that. Welcome in. It's Jeff Cavanaugh, JC1053 on Twitter, and Brian Broaddus, at Brian Broaddus on Twitter, a.k.a. the greatest drafter in the history of the NFL, hmm. Brian Broaddus, right here on a podcast for you, just for you. Tell your friends. Get them to download it. Maybe somehow we'll make How's money. that coming along, by the way? What's that? You know all about the numbers and stuff like that. We doing all right in this thing? I haven't checked. I haven't checked, but... Um, we haven't won any awards for it yet or anything like that? We should. People have not like talked about it as one of the top 150 podcasts, sports podcasts in the country. They probably should. I'll check. I'll yeah. check the charts. Yeah. If we're not in the top, it's because people are not paying attention. No, you need to pay attention. We need our five-star reviews. We need people to tell their friends well, to let's listen. Well, let's not beg. Let's what? just give good, co- good content. That's not how it works. If, if beg? You if you won't tell people how beg good you food. are, who will? Yeah. You know? If I don't believe in me, who will? Okay, I believe in you, man. We got uh, a to lot a of point. questions. A lot to of a point. Hey, hey, <laughs> calm down. Gosh, we're trying to get this thing underway, Brian, for okay. crying out loud. Okay. I'm just kidding. What's up? How you doing? Doing great. Doing okay. great. Excited. We got have, a bunch- you, have you got to the point now where you're kind of like, you're starting to get surprised about some guys? Like you're thinking like, okay, uh, you, you get to a certain point and you're like, okay, top guys. And now you're looking at guys that were projected like third, fourth round guys, and you're trying to put them in that second round of yours that has them all stacked in there. Are yeah, you getting to that? I point? got five second round corners at the moment. Five second round, and corners. I bet some people have more than that. Yeah, I got five. Like my first round corners, Okuda, Fulton, Henderson. Yeah, Jeffrey Okuda, Ohio State, Christian Fulton, LSU. CJ oh, yeah, you're Henderson not going to include Diggs at all on that, right? You don't like Diggs. Diggs is my sixth corner. Okay. Jeff Gladney's at the top of the second. Damon Arnett, Ohio State. Oh. Then oh. Trayvon Diggs. Oh. Yeah, watched Arnett uh, yesterday. You haven't seen Terrell yet then? Oh, no, I still haven't seen Terrell. Yeah. Dang it. I asked you about that one. You need, no, you I need just to have nightmares about Jamar Chase and the national title game. No, it's, he did it's to one Terrell. game. It's one game. Games are important, Brian. Games are very important. As the best receiver he probably played. Got to toe up. No. Got to toe up. Get a toe up. That's okay. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I guess I'm starting to find some guys. I'll be honest, I don't really like this draft. What? Yeah, I don't really like this draft. What do you mean by that? Because like, you have no edge rushers? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, there's one edge rusher. Why, what, now, wait, look, why are you already be, giving up on it? I'm not giving up on it. This I'll is find terrible. This is terrible podcasting with you giving up on these draft Corners are fun. Linebackers, receivers are, are fun. I watch receiver. those every day. <laughs> yeah, receivers are always fun. I'm not going to watch any offensive linemen because I'm against those guys. I'll have seen every. I hate every running back that's ever played the National Football League no, or college I, football. I love DeAndre Swift. He's great. Uh, uh, your guy's great. 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's great. Yeah. What do you like about him? Zach Moss is great. Edwards Hilaire just looks really good at everything. Yeah. Like everything that he does. Like that, watch that Alabama game. I like the way he's built. I like the shiftiness. I like the power. I like the receiver. But I like, I like him much... in the second round. Oh, yeah. That's where running backs go. Yeah. You get four good years out of them. Okay. And move let me on ask you this, though. Let me ask you this, though, of those running backs and stuff. You talked about Moss. Yeah. You know, in this day and age, though, should you not draft a running back in the first round? I mean, do you get a I point, do you I get a point in time where on your board a running back's there at twenty three? Okay, you're maybe outside your top first round grades, right? Yeah. So I mean, is there a point in time where Jeffrey Kavanaugh sees value in drafting a running back? Where there, there was Dobbins, Swift, Edward Solaire, Moss. You know, once they, upon by the way, a time, this Acres kid from Florida State's another one you need. Boy, to watch. he looks strong. Yeah. Uh, once upon a time, I would have picked a running back at the end of the first, like the Patriots did with Sony Michelle. Yeah. Only problem is, is now guys are holding out, so I don't even get my five years out of you before you hold out, which is smart on their part. Sure, they know they're means, not going to get paid, right? Yeah, but it means that I just probably wouldn't do it. Let me just ask pick you this, one in the so, second or third round, and then pick another one three years later and move it on down the road. We've had it. We've had a shift. You know, a lot of these. If you're following along in the NFL, there's a lot of these backs that teams are talking about either trading or moving on from. Well, look, Le'Veon Bell got paid, and they tried to trade him the same year, and now they're trying to trade him again. Devontae Freeman got like $8 million a year. Your guy here is the only one that's Yeah, not they're talking about it. cutting him. Last Todd man. Gurley, they're yeah. trying to get something done. Oh, they're not going to cut Zeke. Every, no, no, Zeke he's is the last, last man, man standing. standing. Right. He's right. the last man standing. Yeah. And somebody's going to pay Derrick Henry now, probably Tennessee, and three years from now, they'll be like, what in the world but, did we do? But, but let me ask you this, though. There's a come a point in time, though, where these backs are really the identity of their team. And I, I understand what you're saying about Zeke here. I, I get it. I get it. You all the all along your day job is talking about you should never pay a running back. I, I get no, that. Okay, okay, here's my problem. Here's my you ready for my running back problem? Well, well tie the, it into this draft with these kids if you can. Okay. Over the last two or three years, it, it almost goes by three week increments. Who's the best running back in football? For a while I was like, oh, Ezekiel, it's the best back in football, right? right? He was the best back in football, no doubt about it. Right. At the end of this last season, there is no doubt Derrick Henry is the best back in football. But is before that Tennessee's that, was, identity? But before that, there was no doubt that Christian McCaffrey was the best back in football. And right. Before that, Saquon Barkley is generational. He's the best back yeah. in football. Le'Veon Bell, before all of them, was the best back in football. So one of the backs in this draft class in the next 24 months will be the, quote, best back in football for like four weeks until we find another flavor to talk about. I think it's just it's so tied into your team. Like Derrick Henry had a great run the second half of the year. Sure. They block really well. Uh, He wasn't having that run until they got capable quarterback play by Benji Mariota. Yeah. I just think that so much goes into running back success that I don't want to tie money into it. Sony Michelle went to 3.9 yards of carry last year because Tom Brady's not good anymore. So you're not even thinking about if you're a team under the Jeff Cavanaugh program – you're not even thinking about a first round back. You're, I mean, you're you're not. You're looking for a, a three, four year guy. That's all you want. Yes, that's it. That's it. Because I if, think, if, if he's got complete back traits, say if it, say like he is, like Edwards Hilaire has yeah. complete back traits. How about Swift? How is he as a receiver? I haven't studied him. I know he can run. We've them. always had problems with receivers. Always those running they backs that come out of Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dobbins looks like he's complete. He looks really good. Moss, 
Got some complete traits to him. But you've already named four guys, so I'll just take the fourth one. I'll let somebody else use the first-round pick. I want yeah. to use my first-round right, pick. And talk every- about Benjamin from Arizona State. And again, we need to look at the, you need to look at the Acres kid from Florida State just to have an idea. I want to use my first-round pick in a perfect world on a really good prospect at a premium position. So here's how I could use a first-round pick on a back. You get to, let's say, my team picks 30th. And we get to 30, and I got a first-round grade on a running back. Yeah. And everything else on my board is twos. I don't have another first-round oh, pick. Oh, yeah, your board. It's clearly yeah, my best yeah, you're not, yeah, it's your best player. I'd go, okay. But, but if but I can't put him there. block, I'm but not you, picking him. But you put him there. You, right. You put him as a first-round grade. Yeah. So to me, that's, I just have to be very frugal see, this with my the, first round grades. This is the this is yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you have to be very mindful of not window dressing your board. Yeah, but be also mindful though. Can this player help us win football games? Yeah, and obviously, if you have a first round grade on him, you, you think he can. Yeah, yeah. There's good running backs that just they get hurt so much. What they do is dependent on so many other people that I would be terrified to use a first round pick. I would want to do something else with that pick. Now let me ask you this: You got people all around the league, Brian. Mm-hmm. You got people. Mm-hmm. What do people say about the Cincinnati Bengals as an organization? Because I'm starting to see the whispers of, "Oh, Cincinnati's oh, no. listening." Oh, if you no. want to trade for the I, pick, hey, does Joe Burrow not want to play in Cincinnati? I Tua took, I go. took a lot of grief from people on Twitter, and not that it matters, you know, because hey, that's part of Twitter. You load up, you know, you make opinions on it. You you get you know you get knocked around a little bit. It's okay. I, you know, people want to say though Cincinnati would be crazy to trade that pick. But you, you've never dealt with the Bengals like I have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you no. know, tell me about it. So you know, and I went back, and I know, I, I know that your radio partner, you know, the general Gavin Dawson, is kind of talking about trade. How do you get to the first pick? How do you get to the first overall pick? You know, you could Google, you could Google the 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 way the first overall pick has been moved throughout history. Some very creative ways of doing it. So if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you should listen to all opportunities. You should listen to all inquiries, I should say. You know, you owe it to yourself not to be so blinded just by, okay, we've got to have this guy. You know, go into the process of saying, okay, let's evaluate Joe Burrow or whatever quarterback. There was a side of me believed that they could like Tua, you know, Hell, one of the great successes they had in the history of their organization was with a left-handed quarterback named Boomer Esiason. You know, I don't like that. The ball spins the wrong way. Well, I'm just telling you though, Hard that, you to know, catch. they they could look at you know at Herbert. Yeah, you know, I mean, there were other quarterbacks to be evaluated, and so for them to say, okay, they lock in on Burrow, that that was very, that was, I think it's wrong for. Twitter world to say, oh, well, they're just locked in. That's their guy. No. And it's a very, very small scouting staff. It's a scouting staff that's primarily was a, a bunch of old coaches. You know, you got some personal guys in there. The Tobins, the father, Duke, you know, and his his father were old personnel guys. But it, but it's a scouting staff that's not your traditional scouting staff. Yeah. And they do, they do things a family way. And, you know, to me, they they they're a team that and their history they went up and traded for the first overall pick Kajana Carter in 1995. 
Oh, I forget. He went number one. One overall. Cincinnati and blew out his knee. So that's that's kind of where you're at. That you you, you know you got to do yourself a service to listen to to if people are willing to spend uh, draft capital and also maybe potentially players to help your organization win. That's a team that obviously got the first pick for losing a lot of football games. So if they're listening, um, I remember Lee Steinberg during the Super Bowl, the agent for Tua. Right. He was asked about, do you want your client to go number one overall? And he's like, well, you know, you want to go as high as you can, but you also want to go to an organization that you believe in. And I hope they fall in love with Joe Burrow. That is interesting to me that an agent is willing to just basically go on the record and be like, hey, we think that organization's a train wreck and we don't want to play there. Right. And if Burrow goes that route too, which I haven't seen anything about that, I'm not saying right. that at all. I mean, he's, he's an, an Ohio, Ohio kid. Guy. Yeah, he he's an Ohio kid. There. Right. Absolutely. Uh, but I think it does become very interesting if, if that quarterback is like, yeah, you know. Who, who do you see? Jeff, okay, let's let's talk about this then a little bit. Who would you see being a team that could go dance up there? I think and Miami. Let me ask you this. I think Miami's the obvious one. It, okay. Because they have the picks. Would, they you, got the ammunition. would you dance up there for Young, the Ohio State defensive end? Uh, are we, are it, we it focusing, depends who my we, team is. Are we focusing so much on Burrow oh, you think at somebody, quarterback? Would somebody go dance up there for Young? I'll say no. Because you're not going to you give up the draft right. capital to go get a defensive end. Because we know the tax that it costs to go up that high. Because it's basically, it's usually for quarterbacks. And if right. you want to go that high, it costs a lot. Yeah. Now, I do think this is a, I feel good about one edge rusher in this entire class. So if somebody did give up a lot to get Chase Young, I would understand. But not quarterback type compensation. So What if Cincinnati just moved to, what if they just moved to... You know, I mean, they could probably still. Do you think they're dead set on getting a quarterback there at Cincinnati? I think they should be. I mean, I'm not acting like I, I think and, they I, and we be. need to study the Bengals, and then we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. We'll have an episode where it'll be about team needs and you know mock drafts and where you know we think these guys should go. The Andy Dalton thing has run its course, but if they, you know, if they as a team evaluated it and said, "Listen, we know to his injury history, but his three month checkup looks great. We'll yeah. see what it looks like at the combine. If that oh, looks great, okay, talk then, about that a little then bit. Maybe you kind of tried to kind of work that in about well, Tua. Saw, yeah, I saw yesterday that he had his three months since surgery sort this of is, this medical is, evaluation, and they said that everything is as good as it could you could possibly want it to see, be. See, that is going so to he's be on the, track. That is going to be the key for him. Yeah. That is going to be the key. Hopefully because, he can throw at the combine, because, or if not, the pro, have a pro we're day. Be, we're going to be talking about this when he gets to the combine. We're going to be talking about how those medicals, that is going to be something very, very key to the direction of this draft. Yeah. Of what are two of his If you hear two or three teams have failed him, you know, believe believe that. And now suddenly he gets picked 32nd. Yeah, <laughs> where a because, team just because, goes, well, I'll yeah, take the fifth well, year. We'll yeah, see. Had no choice. You yeah. know, I mean, we could, there's going to be some teams that are going to pass him, and there's going to be some teams that clearly don't like the medicals. Yeah. Well, we'll see on those quarterbacks, and we'll see who ends up picking number one overall, Brian. But do you think that Cincinnati is going to hang in there? 
I do. I think it would take a whole lot if I need a quarterback and I have the top pick and I like, you know, it, it goes back to what you're saying, though. It depends how they right. evaluate the player. But if, if I evaluate the player and say, oh, yeah, that's going to be a good NFL quarterback, boy, the amount that you would have to give me to pry that pick away from me would be absurd. Well, you know, we always talked about going into the season. Was it tank for Tua? Right? Yeah, yeah. Is it tank for Tua? We didn't see the best college football season at quarterback of all time. Oh, trust out. me. Trust me. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, that, that's my my school. But yeah, we wasted a year of his junior year for sure. <laughs> you know, if that's if that's what we were you know, we should have back to back national titles. If that was Oh, what you're we getting doing. selfish now. I am getting very selfish. But, but I, I'm interested was, was any reason for the Dolphins or to move up? If in yeah, fact sure. that we've talked about tank for Tua and sure. the Dolphins were, you know, yeah, I mean, and if you want, you think it, it, things have changed? I mean, everybody seemed to tank for Tua. I love Tua as a prospect, but now you are talking about a guy who's had a knee, an ankle, a hip, oh, and it's like, oh, we got a oh, lot. Of, listen, oh. listen, don't you owe me like this is a revelation, sir? No, I'm if just you saying, can't stay on the field. We got a problem. But okay, if you're a good quarterback. You also got to go. Okay, but but everybody was talking about him as being the top prospect because he's a baller. Okay, he's well, super maybe, good. Maybe maybe teams don't need to trade up. Maybe 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 Cincinnati's not going to get what they want out of this if somebody you know maybe teams that are quarterback happy okay what no the, I'd be terrified if I'm Cincinnati and Miami calls and like hey we'd love to talk to you about trading up I'd be like why yeah and they'd be like well we we want Burrow and you're like right but I'm going to pick Burrow and you're yeah. telling me you want Burrow and you want me to give you the guy that we both want why would I do that yeah. that's insane now what if you're Cincinnati and you do want Burrow. But Miami says, well, we'll give you five, 18, 20, whatever. Uh, next year's one and something else. Are oh. you like, well, forget that quarterback. We'll find something else. We'll figure th- it out. What do you think that Miami gained all this capital to get? You think oh, that- quarterback to start. But I don't think that they gained all this capital to give up a bunch of it. Because like, they, they gutted their team. Yeah, they said Laramie Tunsil and uh, Kenny Stills yeah. and just ran anybody who was good out of Minka. Bye yeah. bye bye yeah. bye. And I think they thought they were going to be picking number one. And then they thought, and you're scolding the coach for yes, winning Brian too. Flores ruined all this. He should be coach of the year for winning five games with that team. I think they thought they would be picking number one. Mm-hmm. At the time, Pittsburgh had a bad record and a hurt quarterback when they made yeah, the Minka they, trade. They thought, yeah, I thought they, 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 they were going to pick like one, seven, right. and 12. Oh, yeah. Or they, 18, they, they, they were looking at Ben Roethlisberger not playing anymore. <laughs> yeah. They thought they were going to make a haul out of that thing. Yeah. And now it's like, no, you're five and 18 and 20, whatever the other one was. And it's like, oh, man. So they're, you, think that, you think that they're set up just to, you think they're, that, that Miami's going to sit? Yes, or go up. What? What? I guess what's interesting is what happens after one and two. Yeah, because if I'm Washington, I'm not moving either, unless somebody wants to pay a quarterback tax. And I would tell if I'm Washington, you know what I would tell anybody who called: get to three, then call me. You need to get to three, then you can call me and come to two because I'm not losing my guy. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think Miami will. It's hard to say stick and pick with three different first rounders because you could do so many things depending on who you like. You, you think, could move you around think, so many ways. You think okay, which spot would you rather be in? If you're, would you rather be in one or two? If you're or trying to get to get to a spot. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you're looking for you're, you're, if. Do you think the red? I'm asking. Okay, I should put it this way. I'm sorry. Should the do the Redskins have leverage in this thing? If all right, Joe Burrow goes. If Joe Burrow goes. At one, 
and you're a team that, say, wants to get ahead of the Dolphins and the Chargers, do you think the Redskins could get a better deal than what Cincinnati? Do you, all right, let me ask you this. They couldn't get you a shop better the deal. You shop yeah. the deal to the Bengals, and they don't take it. Right. Do you shop the same deal to the Redskins and thinking that you're going to get with the, the sec, get Tua? If you're going to get a quarterback. I mean, you need to stay ahead of the Dolphins and the Chargers. Am I right about that? Potentially the Panthers, too. Well, how does this phone call go? Because if you if I'm Washington and Burrow's gone and you're coming up for a quarterback, I'm going to say, okay, but if you're coming up, you can't take Chase Young because I want him. And did, I mean, did those How far back do you go? How far back? That's what I'm saying. I'll go back one spot. If you're coming up and you promise that you're taking a quarterback and we pinky promise on that bad boy, then you need to get to three and then you call me. And then at that point, you don't have to call me because I'm at two and you know who I'm taking, so you really don't need to move up. Just go to three. Let me ask you this. If Okay, say say Carolina. This is a lot of fun. I love doing this. Detroit's stuff. the spot. The, Detroit's uh, the spot. Okay. Because Detroit, because if you can get to Detroit's pick, you know Washington's taking Chase Young, or they should. Now, to your point, if well, they get a big this. enough haul, maybe they can be talked out of it. Do you think the Lions take... The Lions have been talking about taking a corner the whole time, right? Okuda? Yeah. I think Okuda would be a good pick there. All right. Giants, offensive line, right? Tackle? And we write about offensive line with the Giants. Yeah, I'm trying to think about the no-doubt top players of the class. Like, you oh, can those, definitely oh, go those offensive tackles. There's a lot of them. Go yeah. watch those cats. Yeah. I that just kid wonder, in Iowa. When do we start talking about Derek Brown and Isaiah Simmons? Oh, they're gonna, they, they get ready for the... Get ready for the fall. Oh, we're just going to mock draft this right now. Go no, ahead. No, okay. no, 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 I'm just uh, telling you. I'm just tell- okay, let me, let's, let's talk about this for a second, and then we'll get to some of these players. I know people want to listen about the players. How about, okay, the Panthers, could you get, this is, gonna, I mean, I'm just asking, could, would teams pass on Chase Young because of need? Would the Lions pass? The Giants pass? If they did, they're stupid. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I think that's how like you Carolina. Get, that's Carolina, how you get in trouble. Could Carolina go? Could Carolina go all the way to two? And if the Redskins drop down to seven, could the Redskins get Chase Young? No, no way. Because I, you're saying there's too many teams. Detroit gotten, would take him. Somebody because there's there's too many ways to get in trouble doing that. Like yes, need is a factor in the draft, but if you're Passing on, I bet Chase Young is going to be the top player on twenty-five or more boards, right? Over, over. Now he doesn't play quarterback, quarterback, but as a player at his position, they'll be like, "That's the best player in this draft." And if you're you're, saying if you're going to pass on the best player in this draft, who's a pass rusher, because you have a need at whatever, I'd be like, "Well, you just screwed up big time." So you're saying you're saying Chase Young does not get past the Lions, no, Mm -mm. Giants, uh, uh. Take him, take him, take him. If he's there, you all take right. Him. Dolphins and Chargers, all quarterbacks, right? I'll take him. They'll all take him. So, so if you're the Redskins, you really can't trade out if you want I, Chase no. Young. Uh-uh. Am I right? I, I think you're right. That's what I was trying to ask. Yeah, you can't. Okay, you got to stick and pick. All right. Okay. Now, I think Carolina's the team that's going to move. By the way, you think they're going up or down? I think they're going up. Quarterback? Yeah, I think so. Tua Herbert? I don't know. Love? I think they're. I think. I think that. I think they know they have to get ahead of the Chargers and the Dolphins. That's why that's why the that's why the Redskin pick to me is interesting. But if you have it on high authority, not you, just if you're a team, I've got it on high authority. If you get on high authority that the Redskins are going to take Chase Young and not not listen to anything, yeah, then you got to get to th- three. Then you got to get to Detroit. Yeah, and they might be willing to play. 
Because there's a lot of corners in this draft. I'm gonna take a corner. I mean, Okuda's the best one, but right. if I can get the right haul, oh, I can deal with a different corner and some extra picks. I can do that. All right, I got a bunch of questions from people. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? You want to do a bunch of questions no, from go people, ahead. or yeah, do you have ahead. players? Yeah, go, ahead. Okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's see. Oh, you want to start with the first one because I retweeted you to ask the question. What oh. else do people want to talk about? You said let's talk about him today on Trust the Tape. Yeah, I was talking this morning about Ohio State's Damon Arnett, and I said I think that's a nice fit for the Cowboys. Yeah. If you're a Cowboy fan, we'll talk about him for some other teams, too. Yeah. Talk about what you see about this young man. I was watching him uh, this morning. Yeah. and Glad you weren't playing video games. I have not. I'll have you know. I have not plugged my PlayStation back in since Super Bowl Sunday. It's on the floor in my room. At a protest. Or is it laziness? Laziness. Okay. But anyway. Talk to me about Arnett. I'm watching. The corner opposite. Okuda. Opposite Okuda, and I will tell you what, I thought people were terrified of Okuda, <laughs> but that Clemson game, they threw at Okuda a lot more than they threw at Damon Arnett. Ooh. Uh, tell me more. Tell me more. Arnett is listed at six foot one ninety five. Uh-huh. The production is not great. He had one pick this year, I think five in his career, but the one pick went ninety six yards for a score. Mm-hmm. I got him credited with eight uh passes deflected, but I like him. Yeah. They, the, I watched three games of him, and I think they play a, a really nice mix of coverages. Mm-hmm. He's a good press man player. Uh, he finds the football when you go down the field. The back shoulder's tough to complete on him. Throwing downfield is tough to complete on him. Get a little grabby on the inside stuff. Okay, but I watched him play man coverage. I watched him play a lot of cover three, and I think he's a I think he's a versatile corner that's going to make somebody pretty darn happy. And I bet he gets picked somewhere in the. 25 to 40 range. Oh, see, that, late, late one, early two. I think probably for me, he's what no, is he, my I fifth don't, I, I don't, I don't, I think disagree. he's a second round grade. I don't disagree with you at all. I really, really don't. I mean, this guy does. I think he's got ideal size for a corner. I, I, I mean, he's just a good looking guy in that uniform out there. And I, I like the fact, I think you mentioned this a little bit, that how he gets his head around quick for the ball. Yep. He'll, he'll find that ball and he's quick to turn and adjust to receiver. He's really a flexible player when you watch how he moves and bends and turns and he's quick to turn open then go. He'll play coverage really, really tight. He plays the ball really well in the air. I love that about him. There's some snaps. You could actually see him play some at safety, too, which is kind of a scheme thing if you want to do some things with him like that. I saw him slide inside for a few snaps, yeah. too, like a nickel Oh, corner. no, absolutely. He could cover some ground, too, when he's running. Tracks the ball. Uh, he had a couple questionable angles that he took. Uh, but overall, I mean, he needed right. He stayed right where he needed to be. I love the tight coverage. Drives on the ball. Uh you know, maybe like I think you're more right about that possible one two than just a straight two. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, a nice fit if you're a team that needs a corner on the back end. And this this draft has plenty of corners. We we'll talk about him. Uh, you know, as we you, you just keep adding guys, adding guys to the mix. So I looked at the kid uh, Robertson from the University of uh, from Louisiana Tech. He's a five tiny man. Tiny man. Tiny man. Tiny man makes some some plays though on the ball, but he's got a bad hip, you know. But there's some guys as you start getting down in this third, fourth round. I mean, this 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 draft stretching pretty pretty deep that direction. Dan Ruppert or Rupert, but it's two P's, so I think it's Ruppert. R- Rupert. He says, "Give me Adam Troutman and a tight end discussion." Hmm. Adam Troutman, Dayton man. Is he your top tight end? He is, and I know you don't go that direction. He's my third tight end. Okay, I will. I will talk about the pros of of Mr. Troutman. And again, he's a Dayton, monster. Yeah, yeah, he <laughs> he's is. a monster. He is a monster, and he he's a bully. 
the way he plays, and he should be a bully when you're playing Duquesne and Indiana State and people like that. He went up in weight class, though, at the Senior Bowl, was more involved in the game with more blocking stuff, which you could kind of see. Uh, that's something he's not afraid of at all. But you can tell watching games, he is the best player on the field. Uh, he'll play in line. He'll play as a wing. Uh, he gets into his block, and he can make things happen. He's taking these guys that are going to be accountants and lawyers <laughs> and oh, and just driving them in. He likes to finish some blocks, He does, too. he does. And he's really, really good uh, because of his movement skills. You, they'll see him run on wheel routes and things down the field. They try and throw him the football uh, in those uh, in those types of situations. He could be a matchup problem. There's nobody in his division uh, that can cover him. Uh, you know when he when he wants to to get open, he knows he's bigger than everybody else, and he takes advantage of it. There's some things where he'll adjust the ball wherever it's thrown. You'll see him. He'll go behind him. He'll go above his head. He'll go in front of him. He'll extend. Uh, he catches the ball well along the sidelines. He's just a natural catcher of the football. So uh, the Senior Bowl was big for him. It showed he could go up in weight class. Uh, he is my number one tight end on the board. I've got him though more in that using your grading scale more of that one to two variety, not like we've seen last year, you know, with the uh the Iowa tight end going to Detroit in the top ten. I, I don't uh Oh yeah, Hawkinson. Uh, Hawkinson. I don't see that being the case with this guy. He I think he'll be the first tight end, but you have to there's this is a really, really good group of tight ends. The more I've dived uh, dove into him, I was watching the Vanderbilt kid Pickney today. Yeah. And I felt like that his problems were more quarterback related than him. I, I think when you start talking about true inline wide tight ends, this guy could play that. Talk about getting the blocks, make you know, finish people. Got a really good understanding of how to play with technique. And I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, coming into senior year, he was the best tight end in the draft." And da 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 da. Well, you know, I think a lot of it had to play Vanderbilt's offense just wasn't good enough, and I think he suffered for that. But you you talk about you go through. There's I, I know you're going to talk about the. The, the Washington kid. Oh, the firm of Bryant and Bryant? The firm of Bryant and Bryant. Th- those two, I'll tell you what, the, the Bryant kid uh, from Florida Atlantic is. He's very good. Incredible. An incredible player. And and he's not, your, but there's a guy that's not your traditional uh, inline Y. More flexed, more to the outside, a good blocker. And he blocked well at the senior bowl as well. So, uh, you know, these kinds of things are, you know, things when you're studying tight ends. I, I'm, I'm getting to the point, Jeffrey, where. Uh, I'm now starting to say, well, the blocking, yeah, it's important. It always was this old school block, 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 block guy. I, th- you you got to be able to get downfield, and make plays. You got to be a mismatch problem. You got to be blocked well enough. I don't think you have to be a great blocker to play in the National Football League. But if you could make plays in other fashions, forms and fashions, I think that's more important than being a great blocker. That's just me. Yeah, that's I what think, I'm learning. I, I was, that's what I'm learning. I was kind of surprised by this tight end class because I heard before I started watching yeah. guys that it was a bad tight end class, and I'm watching and I'm like, okay, uh, Harrison Bryant, I really like at Florida Atlantic. Hunter Bryant, I like. I like at Hunter Bryant Washington. a lot in Washington. Yeah, uh, Troutman, I like at Dayton. He's my third guy, but like you, he's my top actual tight end prospect. Right, the guy who you could actually ask to block. I like the Purdue kid. I haven't Bryson seen Purdue. Hopkins. I've seen Commit. From Notre I like Dame. Komet, I got like third round. I, just, okay. I think he's really, it's going to sound like an insult. He's kind of generic tight end man. Nah. Yeah, I can block a little bit. Yeah, I can run all the basic routes you nah. want. Yeah, I'll catch the ball. It's it's all very, that's a standard yeah. NFL tight end. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a, I think it's a pretty decent group. Uh, let me see here. Have you looked at the the Missouri kid? I have not. Missouri Oe, kid and Vanderbilt Oe kid. Oe Kuye Bunaum? 
Owe bouquet. Owe. Yeah, I just say O. Owe. Alberto. Kuye bou nom. Yeah. Yeah. You're just proud that you have a pronunciation guy. I, I'm so proud of this. I, I, I'm such a. I'm sorry, folks. I, I don't miss mean to mispronounce your players. I'm sorry about that. I mean, I, I, I had that problem when I was working in the NFL, and everybody would laugh at me. Because I see it a different way than everybody else. But yeah, I, I like that kid from Missouri, by the way. I really, really do. Six really? 264. Yeah, I like him. Good looking athlete physically. We're talking about tight ends here. You know, he'll line up several different spots. He'll play inline Y, he'll play flex. Quarterbacks have a hard time getting him the ball, though. Again, these quarterbacks are kind of at the mercy of some of these, uh, some of these, yeah, uh, the tight ends are, yeah, the, yeah. But he catches the ball really well on the move. He's physical with the ball in his hands. He tends to push off to gain separation. Uh, I saw a share of double teams uh, in the Georgia game. He could be a weapon down the field. Size helps him as a blocker. He's not going to hammer you, but he's uh, more of a shield and getting away kind of guy. So there's some quickness in his routes where size impressive the way he moves. So take a look, guys and gals out there. If you're looking at these tight ends, find the kind of guy you like because there's a, there's a good good range of them. Uh, from Travis Cheek. He's a cheeky fellow. Cheeky fellow. Uh, let's see. He said, when are you comfortable with Dallas taking a tight end in the draft? Eh, you know, we just talked to tight ends. We got a feel for him. I hope you got a you little... You get the right guy in the third, I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he said, you're a big Jordan Elliott, the Missouri defensive tackle This proponent. is true. This is true. What separates him in the second round from guys like Davis, Gallimore, Hamilton, or Matabuki? You have, you have Matabuki in the second round, right? Texas A&M? Yeah, I've got Matabuki. I've got Jordan Elliott. I've got Neville Gallimore. I have all of them in the second round. You like Gallimore have, from Oklahoma the least of that group? Yes. Okay. I think he's a guy who gets bullied way too often and, and for Blacklock, a defensive tackle. You, TC, I like Blacklock right in front of Gallimore, too. Okay. Yeah, Blacklock. We talked about all these guys. If you want to go back and listen to yeah. defensive tackle talk, we had that of some names last week on the on the podcast. So if you want to go back to that. I, I think to me... When he says Davis, is he talking about Raekwon Davis? Yeah, o- Alabama? Alabama, Alabama, yeah. You know what? I watched him. He's okay, but... No pass rush at all, right? Right. As a sophomore, he had eight and a half sacks. Yeah. And I don't know how, because as a senior, I'm watching him, and you know what he is? He's like a 3-4-D end. Yeah. He's a control the blocker, play the run, well, that's kind long, of what, that's big a, what, guy. That's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I think maybe the thing with Elliott from Missouri, I think you could line him up at one or at three. And you're going to get production. I mean, this guy's what, especially once you teach him how to play. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's he's hard to block. He is, but he's high pad level, disruptive. Not great hand okay. usage, but yeah. once once yeah. you get him that, yeah. holy cow! Well, go back and listen to last week's podcast. Yeah. We talked about yep. that. A there lot. you go. Yeah. Um, let me see. What would you do with the Dolphins draft? Pick all the good players. <laughs> they? they got no, five, no. eighteen, and twenty something. You, do you see? Very, do, do you see a very similar plan? Do you see them just standing there, much like the Raiders did, and make all those picks last year? Or do you see them uh, moving around a little bit and trying to kind of uh, pinpoint some guys? I have a feeling that some good players are going to fall to them. Yeah, I, really, I, think, really I, think, I think sitting still works. And I think when you have the number of first picks, round picks, I think sitting still is not a bad plan. No, but it also gives you flexibility. Like, right. yeah, I can move down from this one and then up from this Keep one. And I picks. can bounce yeah. all over this yeah. draft and just yeah. pick out. I mean, yeah. if you're the Dolphins, do they have two or three second rounders this year? They got a lot of picks. Yeah. They could come out of this draft with. Four or five starters. Oh, I think, the, I think that Chris Greer is going to move with maybe one of those two picks, and maybe at that back end you get somebody that sees a, maybe one of those quarterbacks is sitting there that people don't want to, you know. And they're probably sorry. a ways away, so I'm not afraid to, oh, you wanted to come up and get my pick? Yeah. Well, I'll take a pick in this draft yeah. and your next year's Exactly, one. So exactly. let's keep yeah. building. Exactly, yeah. keep building through the draft. That's like, I could see Chris Greer doing that with the Dolphins. I like, 
the Dolphins will end up having the best draft because they'll have the most high picks. <laughs> yes. That's, that's how this works. At the end of the day, when we're all doing our draft coverage, Jeffrey, it's going to be, well, whose draft did you like? Well, I really like what the Dolphins did today. You know, when they picked three first-round guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Texas Longhorns yeah. prospects. You got Duvernay. You got Colin Jones- Johnson yeah. and Brandon Jones. Yeah, I've I think seen they Bra- three. Can, you, can you give me a little scouting report on the safety, Brandon Jones? I can. Because on, we, we, we all through. understand Duvernay. You watch him play, man. I, he's impressive. He really is impressive. It's just so deep at receiver. Yeah. It's so deep at receiver that I think Duvernay could be like a fourth-round guy. Because it's just so – well, but yeah. then again – You'll have 20 receivers go in the first three rounds, so maybe he is a day-two guy. It's just so many are going to go. But Brandon Jones. Brandon yeah, Jones, please number do. 19. Safety from Texas. Texas, number 19. Six Brandon foot. strong. What do you think there? Strong. Okay. Six foot, 205, 86 tackles, two picks, one sack, four passes defended. Uh, against LSU, he ended up playing a lot of slot corner because yeah. that school runs out so many they, receivers. They spread you out, yeah. Yeah, so he had to do that. Uh, didn't have a problem carrying Jefferson down the field for on an incomplete pass. Carried him perfectly. I think in the run game, you're looking at some serious sideline to sideline speed. Against TCU, they play sort of a three three five, and he's the fifth DB, who's kind of a third level linebacker. Mm-hmm. Versatility to play man and zone. Probably trust him with backs and tight ends. Very willing in the run game. Not always the quickest to diagnose. He wants to hit, can cover ground. Aggressive and reliable tackler in the open field. Unrefined in coverage. Tries to catch guys when they get to him. When he's asked to play man, just collides and chases. He's a box guy with some athletic abilities. Okay, so for so me, you, he's like a third round. Okay, so you you think the problems of the key and diagnose could be the issue there? I mean, what he sees, not playing with his eyes and stuff like that? Or do you think the fact that he's just going to be a box safety. I think he's just a box. I think okay. I think he's a box safety that you can ask to cover running backs, no problem, and tight end some. He could be physical when he has to do those. But things, when you're right? asking him to cover wide receivers, I think he has a tendency to just like stand there, catch, catch crash, yeah. and then try to chase. Him. Hope he doesn't get a call against. Yes, him. and yeah. that's that's a tough way to do things. But I do like him. I think uh, the, I, rec- the two receivers, Johnson and Duvernay. You like Duvernay better? I'm so scared of big receivers. Yeah, they, that. Johnson was so good at the Senior Bowl, though. Those guys couldn't cover him. Yeah. He's, he's a giant. He's got a huge wingspan. I I just, I'm scared of big receivers now. So I'll have them both in the third, fourth yeah. round. Yeah. Where it's like, well, what do you want? I think, yeah. Do you believe in the giant man? Yeah. Because he looks good. He's a good looking player. Is the Penn State kid, the, the, the receiver? KJ Hamler. Hamler. Is he your highest rated small receiver? Yes. Tiny man receiver. Yes, because Jalen Rager's 5'11". He's not a tiny man. Right. So, yeah, Hamler, second round kind of guy. Penn right. State. Yeah. Right. I think he's going to run a 4'3". Okay, let me ask you this, though. Tiny man receiver scare you more or big man receiver scare you more? Probably big man receiver. I'm confident that, Boy, that the NFL just keeps... back in the day killed you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Treadwell destroyed my heart. Uh because the game keeps going where it's like if you've got speed to go either vertical or horizontal to right. stretch this field in one way or yeah. another, the NFL Play with keeps lateral quickness and all yeah, that. Yeah, and they change make fifty yard plays, you yeah. change games. Hill, so like in Kansas City. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I, I think he's got uh like double as many forty plus yard touchdowns as anybody else since he's been in the league. Right. Like people want that. That's what right. they're looking for. Explosive plays. Who's gonna change the game for me like he does and the answer is Henry Ruggs and Jalen Rager and maybe oh, KJ Ruggs. Hamler. Like, those are those are game changers. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have anything else that we got to get to today, Brian. 
I think we can go home. I think we're good. You go go do our real jobs? Yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to hear what kind of real job you end up with. I'm looking forward to finding out about my real job here soon. Yeah. I think it'll be really cool whenever you find that real yeah. job. Just let me know if you find anything. If you find anything out. I got a good feeling about you yeah, you, you, and the near you scout, future. You're scouting me well? Yeah, I got a good feeling about your potential in the All near right, future. All right, I'll try and live up to your expectations. How about that? All right. If you caught that Easter egg, congratulations. Thanks for listening to Trust the Tape, and we'll see you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.